This is Bucket Talk, a weekly podcast for people who work in the trades and construction that aren't just trying to survive, but have the ambition and desire to thrive. The opportunity in the trades and construction is absolutely ridiculous right now. So if you're hungry, it's time to eat. We discuss what it takes to rise from the bottom to the top with people who are well on their way and roll up their sleeves every single day. All right. Today we're here with Iron Mike, a.k.a. Big Dad. Mike, I'm fucking pumped to have you on. Welcome. I'm, I'm excited to be here, brother. Seriously. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, truck driver by trade, right? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. Um, honestly, want to get a little bit of your background, how you got to driving truck, uh, a little bit of your upbringing. I mean, as far as and, and as in-depth as you want to go, this kind of meat and potatoes of the podcast. and. Okay. Uh, Really want to hear how you got your start. I started off, man, my, my grandfather, I was born, my grandfather owned a construction company. So I was born right in the construction industry. My dad was a truck driver. Yeah, everybody in the family worked for the old man. So, you know, when we were kids growing up, we always, everybody, you know, what kid wouldn't love heavy equipment? So right. that's all, you know, I was automatically attached to that. So, uh, you know, growing up, as a, you know, as a, in, in school during the summers, he would give us a job in the summer, go down the pit. You know, we had a bit, we had a 50 acre recycling pit as long as well as the uh, uh, utility side. And uh, he would have us down there. He we recycling, so we would have all the leaves from all the local municipalities. So, yeah. And they were all in trash bags. I always so wondered where pay, they went. He would pay us $2, of, $2 an hour to rip the fucking bags open. Oh my God, it sucked. It was horrible. But so, I mean, I'm telling you, I've done it all, man. I went from a labor, you know, then we got to play with the equipment and it just kept on snowballing, you know? Awesome. Awesome. So you're, um, you're on the East coast, uh, mid, mid, mid coast, East coast. Um, so you get a little bit of cold, a little bit of warm. Um, yes, sir. I, yep. That's good shit. So how'd you get into like trailer and big equipment around i mean obviously you know your dad had the recycling business obviously had no idea yeah i, I actually had no idea where where leaves went to die um right but... yeah just compost yep it goes right back in new york <laughs> oh nice so would they just flip it over with uh, with uh loaders and shit or yep yep flip it over for about six months until it gets nice and dirty and then People come back and buy it, and the, the landscapers put it in their in their gardens. So nice. So you're just you're just there to flip it and house it. That's it. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. Nice. So, yep. um, how'd you get into the big truck industry? Well, you know, my grandfather sold out when I was well. He didn't. He died, and my parents sold out. Yeah. So we moved on, and I went right into the union. So I went from operating equipment. I got my uh, CDL. So I was operating for about six years. I loved operating, but I had an opportunity to get union with a with the CDL. So I took that and I went there, and I was driving dump truck for about two years, man. And I really, honestly, every morning when I woke up, I wanted to blow my fucking brains out because I hated I hated doing it. I hated dump truck. I mean, really? it was, it's a bra- it's a brainless fucking job. I hate to say it for any dump truck drivers that are listening, but uh, I'm telling you, man. So I was with the union and, and and we were doing, I was with a paving company and they had 50 dump trucks and three load beds. Well, one of the load beds became available. So the number one guy was like, man, 
he's like, get this fucking kid in here, man. Get him in. He goes, I love this guy. He wants to work. And that's the whole thing of the whole deal, man. Yeah. Got to, I didn't know shit about, like, moving the equipment. Well, I was the first one there and the last one to leave every fucking day. And that's what they wanted to see, you know? It's something to be said so about they, that. So they gave me the opportunity and just just showed me and showed, just kept on showing me, you know? I had a I had a conversation with a uh, an up and coming trucking outfit, you know, uh, ten wheelers and um, you know little dump trucks and and what have you. And um, I said, why why don't you guys get a low bed? And they're like, whew. They go not up in the northeast like that. That's that's like getting into some uh, t- territory. Essentially, uh, other other companies would be like, nope, that's that's my gig, that's my gig, and and it's really hard to break into it. So. I didn't realize it was so tight of a circle and and really competitive. It's like that. It's like that everywhere I've been. You know, I, I lived in Jersey for for forty years, and then I moved to North Carolina, and you know, it's it's pretty much the same here. You know, you had and I've been here for seven years, and I learned the people here, and it's the same deal. You know, what I mean, they have their little niche of people, and yeah. they don't want outsiders coming in. They don't want the prices getting fucked up. They don't want you know. It's like a little. Like a little mafia deal, you know. <laughs> That's exactly what they said. I was like, "It's it's kind of crazy." So you guys kind of control the market, um, which is interesting. It's kind of hard to get into it, right? Um, almost need to either be born into it or or find. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like I feel like like I would. I was actually. I, I feel like I was made to do what I do, man. You know what I mean? And uh, I've never worked for a company like I don't. I never. I worked for a cat rental for about five years in Jersey. But besides that, I've always worked for one independent contractor. So I never had to go deal with other customers. I was always moving our equipment, you know? Yeah. Like what you're saying with moving other people's shit. So I never had to deal with any of that. You know, I know that gets to be real messy. So what uh, What brought you from Jersey down to North Carolina? I got into a, listen, man, I'm, I'm a troll. I don't know. I mean, I'm a hardcore troll, right? So... I trolled the fuck, and I ended up losing my job with Caterpillar because yeah. of the troll deal, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's a fucking long story, but I got time. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you why. All right, I was working. I worked for the asphalt company for nine years. Right? Yeah. So I quit there, and I went to Caterpillar, or you know, the cat it was called Giles and Ransom. They're not even in business anymore. That was a local cat dealership. So the and the company loved me so much that they hated that I left. Like they wouldn't even do business. Like seriously, it was about five miles down the road, and they would go from fucking South Jersey to North Jersey to buy parts because they didn't want to deal with me. Like right. that's how mad they were. Yeah. But I hated them, and everybody in fucking South Jersey hated this fucking company. If anybody's listening from South Jersey, it's the red trucks. Uh, <laughs> so I, did listen, a, so, I did a so little I, time in South Jersey. That's why. Oh yeah. <laughs> So I was sitting there one day, and I was done early. It's about two o'clock in the afternoon. I go walking into the truck shop, and the, the truck foreman says to me, "He's like, he's like, yeah, big dad. He goes, uh, I got a truck here. I ain't got nobody with a CDL. Would you mind taking it for a test drive? I want to make sure everything's right with it." So I was like, "Yeah, I don't care." I said, "Give me the keys." So give me the keys. I walk outside, and it's one of their trucks. So I'm like, "Man, I can't drive that truck." I said, "It's going to lead to no good." And he's like, nah, I got your back, man. You go ahead, you take it for a ride, and you let me know what's going on. So what do I do? I get in the truck, and I go right by their fucking shop, about 70 miles an hour, right? And they're all standing outside there, right? And then when I got back, 
I took a picture, I took a selfie of me hanging out the window with my middle finger up, <laughs> and I wrote, drive it like you stole it, and posted it with their name on it <laughs> on Facebook. Well, somebody sent the post to them. They ended up fucking losing their shit over it. They raised so much hell with Caterpillar, and the union I was with, 542 operators, that uh, Caterpillar fired me, and 542 would not even help me do nothing. No way. It was all bullshit. I mean, honestly, because in the in the five years I was with Cat, I I was I was number one on their five fucking branches of people. I mean, seriously. I mean, they loved me until I did that one fuck up. <laughs> usually, usually they 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 furlough you for a little bit, bring you back after three or four days, and yeah, that's what I said. I was like, yeah, I can I can understand if it was a week suspension, but Jesus Christ, you're gonna fire me and fucking blackball, blackball me from the fucking union for this. So, so you left Jersey altogether because of it? Well, I, I stayed in Jersey for about six months, and my cousin was running a construction company down here, and they just bought that fucking truck that I have now. The uh, Peter Bill Glider with the cat engine in it. Yeah. And, you know, this is going back seven years ago. The, the, the wages here have d- dramatically went up. But back then, the owner of the company called me up. He goes, what would it take? He goes, I heard you're a good low boy guy. What would it take for you to come here? So I was like, I, I got to get back to you. I talked to my wife. So we highballed him. I was like, listen, cuz, I gave him, I just gave him like a stupid number. The fuck and you he, number? <laughs> this was Yeah, this was on a Thursday before Memorial Day weekend. I called him. I, I gave him the number. And not even an hour later, my cousin called me back. I thought he was going to say the guy said, "Go fuck yourself." But he's like, he's like, uh, Ryan wants to know when you can be here. I said, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "I'll be there fucking Tuesday, right after Memorial Day." I just fucking packed up, left that. I was gone. On on your way down, you're probably like, I should have added another zero. Yeah, it was too fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> They didn't either, even come. Either he didn't, yeah, either he didn't want to think about it, or it was too low. I'm not sure. <laughs> Shit. So, <laughs> so now you're down there. Now you're uh, driving, driving the truck, a Peterbilt, obviously uh, a very good machine, cat engine, nice. Yeah. Um. So what's what's the day like for you? I mean, I I see you on TikToks, Instagram, uh, onloading, offloading equipment, but. Yeah. Um, is there a regimen or, or do you do some cool stuff? Like take me into a little bit of that. Yeah. Every day is different. <clears throat> like, seriously. Every single day is different. Sometimes I'm up two o'clock in the morning, heading out the door by three. Sometimes I'm yeah, you know, like tomorrow morning. I don't have to be in those seven. Mm-hmm. I could have five moves. I could have fucking one move. I could have 30, you know, my day. I, I, there's never, ever. That's why I love what I do as well. You know? Yeah. Cause I never know what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. And uh, you know, moving from Jersey, so I I've seen the guys up in Boston, I've seen the guys in New York that um I mean they're good at moving equipment, let me tell you. I mean, rubbing light poles and moving cars and shit like that. Oh yeah, uh, I used to deliver in New York City. I, yeah, it's so it's a shit show. So I, I had a buddy that that uh drove a box truck up here. Um and same deal, like you go out to the Midwest and they're like, guys can't even back up straight. Do you see a difference between the guys down in North Carolina that you are? Are you like the cream of the crop uh, in North Carolina because yeah. you had that I mean, experience? I'm not, yeah, I'm not bragging, man. But I mean, <laughs> uh, seriously, I'm lay it on us. It's like sometimes I, I can see people watching me on the job. They're like, "What the fuck?" Like they think. First of all, they think I'm mad because when I when I jump out of the truck, I'm right there. I'm fucking throwing binders, throwing chains. Yeah, and they're like, 
what the fuck's his problem? My like, cuz, I'm just trying to get this done, man. Let's go. You know, that's, but it has changed. There is a lot more hustle now. But back then, when I first got here, they don't, because up north, it's all cutthroat, right? If you're not fucking producing, you're out. And people always talk shit about union people being lazy, because I never worked so fucking hard in my life as when I worked for that fucking union. That's, Interesting. That's true. Yeah. No, I mean, because I, I actually come from a non-union background, so it is interesting to hear. I've heard all of it. Um, you know, union protects oh, sure. you. Um, you know, you're That's lazy. All, all that stuff, you know. And I, yeah. I, I assume it all depends on the union you're in, the leadership and you have. And how much kiss, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot, and, yeah. And same same in the non-union world. I mean, it's, it's comparing apples to oranges, to be honest with you. But yeah. – um, no, that's that's cool. And uh, so, what's one of the biggest moves or one of the craziest incidents you got into? Oh man, I've been in some stupid ones. We were out on the New Jersey <clears throat> on two ninety five in Jersey, and yeah, it wasn't even me; it was the other guy. So we we're moving a shuttle. It's always the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, me and him were the ones. We see. We used to we used to set the jobs up. <clears throat> so if we're working on two ninety five, right? Yeah. They set the cones out. We bring the equipment out. Yeah. And then we got to sit there all fucking night and take the equipment off the roof. So we were sitting at our staging area, and he had to switch trailers. Now, he had the big heavy haul trailer, and they got two uh, kingpins on them. Or not, not king not kingpins, but they have two locks for the kingpins. He locked. The one was locked. He had a shuttle buggy loaded. And he didn't look at the second one. So we got out to the fucking job site, and when he dropped the trailer to unload it, the whole deal came disconnected and the fucking neck of the trailer dropped right there on fucking 295. Yeah, so we're out there now. Oh my God, because we had to use the fucking the, the, the hopper for the shuttle buggy to lift the neck back up. And we're trying to do this before the fucking boss catches us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Always. Traffic was, oh my, it was bad, man. It was, <laughs> we got and, it. And uh, uh, in, in North Carolina, you guys, so the guys up north usually operate at night. Like that's, that's prime time. Um, do you, is same same for you, or you guys operate during the day? Yeah, we're I'm mostly day. I I don't do uh, paving anymore. I do all uh, mass grading and underground utilities. Nice. So I mean, we have some night work jobs, but ninety five percent of it is all day work. Nice. So the company you work at, do do you guys have like labor issues, or do you guys have, you know, a revolving yeah. door of people? Now we don't have well we did before but we didn't now we don't now it's a shortage of people the people don't want to work and okay. and That's our company sure. the company i work for i mean i wish i could say it but i can't but why not i mean we're uh because i they, they don't they would prefer me not to so i agree so i mean for obvious reasons with some of the <laughs> shit i pull but <laughs> but i mean we're i mean because we are the fucking highest paying company in charlotte north carolina we're the, high, we're the right. highest there's nobody there's, yeah. there's better companies there's bigger companies there's not higher paying you know so that's what they're trying to do they're like you know we're opening the door for top pay we want top fucking people here and it's just like it's hard to get decent people just like people to show up every fucking day yeah do you guys do you guys look at uh pulling young people in and growing them or are you guys looking for that you know no, a driver no, I mean, we will train, you know, we will train, but uh, I mean, there's only two drivers. I mean, I work for a company, we have 300 pieces of equipment. I'm the only low bed, and we have one land all, so everything else is all labor, 
operators yeah. and foremans and it's a pretty good it's a pretty good deal. For me anyway, I mean I'm the only one that moves the fucking <laughs> So what do you think about all the regulations nowadays with the CDL? I mean back in the day it was it was uh if you knew the stadium, you could get a CDL, and now now it's if you, you drive a, a stick versus an automatic, you got to get your med card, you got to get your physical, drug test, all that stuff. What's your opinion on all that? Yeah, I mean, from what I understand, like some of the some of the non CDL drivers that drive company trucks for our company have to get the medical cards now. Yeah, anything over what ten thousand one? I believe that's what it's some yeah. stupid. Yeah. Ten thousand one on commercial plates, I believe that's what the. Yeah, I I don't as far as the drug testing goes, I, I don't care. I mean, I say drug test the fucking driver first thing in the morning, noon and the night. Fuck it, who cares? They shouldn't be doing drugs, right? <laughs> I agree with you on that. I mean, I don't um, I, I don't have no no sympathy at all for that, and uh, you know, it's the stick. I mean, I, now I hear you got to You got to have a certain amount of hours into a school before you can even take your fucking test. Is like. Yeah, well, a kid I knew just went and uh, he got his A and I think it was uh, at least three weeks worth of classroom time before, uh, and it was full-time classroom time. Yeah, before and paying, he could, right? And he's paying for it. And he's paying for it. Luckily, his company, um, you know, they're they're hurting for A drivers, so they're like, I'll pay you. So they paid his school. Um, and that's that's another thing for a lot of the guys out there. Like, if you're paying for your, for your uh, CDL, <laughs> You're at the wrong company because there's a lot of people out there that are yeah. that are looking to pay for you to go to to drive truck. Well, like you said, they want to, people want to groom. They would and every, everywhere I've been, they'd rather get somebody that don't know shit and teach them the way of their company, so that way there you're not trying to break somebody of bad habits. You know what I mean? Yeah, how many bad habits do they have to break from from us, right? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't good, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> Awesome. So, what 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 is one of the biggest challenges you face daily? Is it DOT? Is it loads? Is it just you know being at top pay and and uh, trying to grab more? Like what 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 are you? What's what's going on with you? I'll tell you. I'll be honest with you. The only I don't have a problem with anything really. A DOT don't fuck with me at all because if, even if they do get me, I'm always a hundred percent legal. There you go. You know, so, I mean, and I drive a fucking beautiful truck. So, you know, when you have newer, good looking equipment, they usually typically they ain't going to fuck with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I get plenty of hours. I get more hours. I get the max hours that they want every week. You know, they only want us working 60 hours a week. That's all the all hours. I mean, I'm willing to work whatever, but that's what they want us to do. They don't want us to do over 60, so they don't have to, if they get audited, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, if, I, if I bank some hours, you know that. Yeah, we'll talk. We won't talk about it. <laughs> but I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. My our our biggest problem is communication. Everybody's got the fucking the fucking twelve hundred dollar phone, but nobody knows how to use it, right? Yep. So I mean, no. so much shit gets fucked up because of non communication. It's like in a, in a communication fucking day and age, it, it's it's ridiculous. That's that actually crazy. that actually brings uh brings up the point of the um. You know, you use a lot of call signs and and stuff of of the past, like Smokey and the Bandit, and for for people that you know have kind of uh, gotten like a brief glimpse into the trucking world. But I mean, the CB has it become a thing of the past. Do people not use it anymore? Is 
it, was that a good tool for everybody to use that that's now bullshit because of the cell phone? I'll tell you right now, when I, when I, when I worked for the asphalt company, because we had 50-some trucks, and we were always on the same job sites. We wouldn't run on the on the highway. Highway channels 19, we used to always run on channel 40, and we kept our own little group. And we were all kept in communication that way. That was yep. great. That was great until one night I turned I was, I was going down the turnpike, and I had it on channel 19, and a fucking guy with a Louisiana accent and a guy with a fucking Boston accent were arguing and fussing for over a half hour. And neither one of them would pull over the fight, right? So I'm like, dude, pull this. I'm like, pull the fuck. And I, I was so mad. I pulled the fucking radio off the fucking, out of the fucking thing and threw it out the passenger side window. <laughs> and I have not had a fucking CB radio. So I swear to God, I won't have one in my truck. Why not? Why not? I mean, it's like entertainment for the night. It is, but I mean, after you hear it, I mean, it's, oh God. And then I ain't got no panties on. Come on, <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, I, I, I spent some time in the, in the military and I was on the ocean, the same deal. It was, you know, we had the radio and we monitored 16 and, uh, that was the life-saving, uh, channel. And we used to get fishermen on there drunk and just like, like, go get off the channel. This is for people that are dying. Um, but yeah, no, it was the same deal. You get, you get fishermen on, on other, we used to scan channels and and it'd be hilarious. Two guys just yelling at each other for fishing each other's, uh, areas and what have you <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'm sure you heard a lot of bullshit on them fucking <laughs> yeah but i mean I, I don't know like i i remember growing up as a kid we used to fuck around with a cb in the car and and uh i i mean i i think that's where i heard my first swear words and and what have you and i i don't know it's it's kind of a thing that i hate to see go by the wayside you know what i mean yeah i mean it it, it, it is a good tool but like like i said not only that not only that one particular incident, but there was so much misinformation on there. People were just telling you bullshit. You got to close her up there. Get off, you know, get off, take a detour now while you got a chance. And there ain't, you know, that's back before fucking cell phones and you had Google and you could see there was no, you know, red line, you know? Yeah. Now, um, are you in, are you in a day and age now where you guys are getting tracked by speed, by, um, you know, GPS coordinates, all that stuff? Is it just becoming a nightmare? No, it's not a night. I mean, I the truck that I have had, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's called it's some kind of cat access. So the engine itself is has the all that shit on it. Yeah. So our company gets a caterpillar gets it. So that way, there's never a problem with the engine. That's I don't I, I I have never I've been driving truck for over 25 years and I've never filled out a law book. I don't even have the clue on. I wouldn't even know how to start doing it. There you go. And uh, I've never been, and I, I, I drive an ungoverned truck. It's, it's, a, it's a triple digit truck. Uh, whenever I drive, I've never heard any, you know, nobody ever says anything about, you know, yo, why would you do this? You know? No, that's good. I mean, it's, it, it's interesting. Cause like some of these long haul truckers and everything they're they're just, they're just like pulling their head out or pulling their hair out. Cause you I know, it's just it. like, how, how, do, how the fuck do I make a living? You yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah. I'm just overregulated. Um, yeah, and they're talking about so, putting a, a, a nationwide fucking speed limit, like 55 or 60 mile an hour for everything. It's like, you're going back. We're going backwards now with that shit. You know, that's what it used to be. It used to be 45 mile an hour back when my dad was driving, you know? Really? <laughs> I never even heard of that. No shit, yeah, huh? Yeah. When was that? Shit, that's... 
30, 40 years ago? No shit. Used to, well, that was in Jersey. I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was nationwide. I know it was in Jersey. I'm pretty sure it, it was everywhere, though. It was 45 or 50 mile an hour, and that was all they can go. Well, that's all they're supposed to go. I don't keep it under 80. I'll tell you that. Like When I'm on the highway, we're just Not on cruising 80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. All right. So maybe you can answer this. Maybe I have to get another truck driver on, but I feel like I will have the answer. What the fuck is up with the Swift joke? You got to tell me about some Swift. That They're just, listen, man. We have a gas station right here. Right behind, yep. where, I, right behind where I live. Yep. And fucking Swift pulls in, and they back up, and they smash four fucking pumps, right? There's fuel everywhere. They even hit the tank, because they have an above-ground tank. They hit the fucking tank. They go inside the store, get a cup of coffee, talk to the owner of the store, go back out, leave. And two days later, the guy had put, finally found it on his tape who the fuck did it. Like, they're just, they hired the, the bottom of the barrel people and they're, they're self insured, right? So they. That's so, crazy. But they're making it was, money. It was, I mean, they got to be making money, right? They, they have to. I saw that, I saw that TikTok video of the, uh, that, that trailer that got hung up on that, um, that uh yellow concrete post you know what i mean yeah. ripped the whole back axle off and still kept going yeah both both rear axles off the trailer and gone and I'm I'm like, yeah i see that <laughs> <laughs> they don't care because they don't they got they're like the they're, they're the horse with the blinders on that's all they see is forward and, and so i mean is that in all seriousness, is that bringing y'all down? Is that is that something that like you're mad at dispatchers, you're mad at companies for for not having to train and not having like I mean, because because ultimately, like when people start seeing that, right? They, they're on TikTok, it, you know, being from the trades, it's funny. It it is what it is. But yeah. at the end of the day, like people are like you know, truck drivers are no good. Um, bottom of the barrel people, and now you're lumped into it. Now, as a mechanic, I'm lumped into it. I'm like, fuck, those guys are just morons. Yeah. Um, what's your feeling on that? And and well, I mean, uh, you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna, you, every trade, every fucking every industry has got asshole people like that, right? Yeah. So, but ninety percent of the people are sitting in an office like this. So when they fuck up and they fuck up major and they fuck up majorly, nobody can see it but maybe three or four people. Now, when you're driving yeah. around with a 53 fucking billboard, 53 foot fucking billboard, you know what I mean? And you got 9 million fucking people with phones. It's 10 times worse because, you know, every, every people can't wait to see a fucking accident, man. They can't wait. And so everybody wants to get that viral video. <clears throat> so naturally, when you're on the road, you're going to, what, what are you going to take a video of? Two cars that smashed together or a fucking a tractor trailer to fucking rail, rail fucking two cars. You know what I mean? To be honest with you, I got the old lady driving and I'm sleeping. <laughs> I'm usually <laughs> with these. That's, that's what's up. Um, no, so that, that, I mean, it's just, it's just funny. Cause I always ask, um, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, what brings down the trade and, and what, you know, as, as you go into, you know, the rest stop or, you yeah, know, just the bar. Feet. It's lazy people mostly, you know what I mean? They're lazy. Yeah. They can't get off the fuel island. They they can't fucking they can't open their door and put it in the can trash. They out the. I mean, listen, I I do a lot of joke videos and shit. 
And I know I pissed a lot of people off, but I'm not really throwing shit out the fucker. You know what I mean? I just did a video yeah, yeah. on Facebook and broke so many people's heart that I threw a bag of trash out the fucking window. <laughs> and you went back and picked it up. It was on our property, yeah. Of course <laughs> <I did. laughs> you ain't dead, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> shit. No, I, I mean, and and that's what's crazy is is you know obviously one of the goals for this podcast is to bring light to the trades and and uh, you know how we could raise it up and you know we're still some tough badass people out there, but at the end of the day we actually care about what we do. Oh yeah, and a, you know there's a lot of jokers out there that I I can see you go. You know, see you later. Um, well, see, listen, Jimmy, that's why I do. That's why I run my page the way I do, right? Because you have so many fucking talking heads out there that want to give you Google answers and they want to give you bullshit fucking that the kids want to hear, right? I don't yep. want that shit. I want people to see my page and I want them to fucking see that you can do this shit. You can you can be safe and you can have fun. You can fucking yep. live. If I didn't have fun like I do every fucking day, I probably still wouldn't be doing this shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. I have fun every fucking day. And that's honest. Well, so since you have fun every day, outside of what you do, what is one of the what what is one of the things that Mike unwinds on? Like you go fishing, you go shooting, fuck, you sit in a hammock. I don't know, running around the yard naked. What do you do? <laughs> well, I do. I used to do a lot of shooting, not as much anymore, but that's my own. That's my problem. Yeah, that's my fault. I just because I don't go out as much. But I, and I got a fishing hole right across from here. Nice. Are my two, they're my two big things. My kid with college and shit so i try to spend whatever time with him mama she's stuck here because i'm out fucking whenever i have a chance you know we're always going out to dinner or fucking you know doing lunch or something like that you know yeah and then a lot of drinking (laughs) (laughs) cheers brother (laughs) all right all right so uh end of the podcast i have one question and then i want you to plug Whatever Iron Mike you want to, but I need to ask, go fuck your mom. Where did that come from? Uh, being honest with you, because uh, the first time I heard it was Joe Pesci and Goodfellas in 1991. And I think I was like, I was, I, I, this the uh, God's honest truth. I was home from school suspended because of fighting. And that movie came on and I fucking was glued to it. I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm and that whole scene, I don't know if you remember it or not. You familiar with what he told I I was at ninety one, I was six years old. So. Okay. All right. Well Joe Pesci's telling the story. He throw yep. he, he's with his buddies all at the bar and he's telling the story and he said how the cop came up to him and the cop fucked him up. The cop went pow, pang, boom, and and he said he woke up and he said he looked at him and he saw this big prick in front of him. He said, What are you doing here? Bing, what are you doing here? I thought I'd tell you go fuck your mother. And uh I was like, damn, dude. So right then on the spot, I started. And up in the Northeast back then, everybody yep. said it, you know? Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, the Northeast ain't nice. And like I say, man, when I first started TikTok, I never wanted any kind of fanfare. I wanted to be the fucking asshole motherfucker. So that was my tagline. Every time I would end the video, I'd say, go fuck your mom. And who the fuck would think that anybody would ever get on board with something like that, right? <laughs> Now you got a whole clothing line. <laughs> yeah. So, 
it's dude, it, it went out of control way, way. I mean, I never expected to be talking, yeah, you know, especially talking to anybody, especially Brump Butte, you know what I mean? Talking to and yeah. real people and shit. It's like the fucking the outreach that I've gotten from this shit is it, it's unbelievable. Hey, we're we're uh we're a family. I mean, uh, when it comes to trades, um, I come from the trades where we're different, we're different uh trades, but um, the more people I meet, the more people I do a podcast with, same, same with you, the more people you, you empower or, or, um, hell fucking argue with. I mean, because at the end of the day, we're not all going to agree on everything. Right. Um, it'll, it'll bring us all up. And, and like I said, we got a labor shortage and it's, it's hard finding those guys and girls that want to wake up every morning and fucking, you know, be early, stay late. Um, you don't have to be smart. You don't have to be knowledgeable. You just got to want to work. And, uh, (laughs) exactly. That's it. Effort. Um, so, you know, that's, that's what this is all about. I mean, from the TikTok pages, to Instagram, to, you know, talks in classrooms, to podcasts, it don't fucking matter. We're all on the same team, to be honest with you. Yeah. 100% man. And I, you know, my brother, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I do what I do. My brother's a fucking junior carpenter. My other brother's a forklift deal. My other brother's in prison. Oh man, he's in the big money. He's a forklift operator, right? (laughs) Certified. (laughs) Certified. (laughs) (laughs) Big swinging dick over there. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, no, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, exactly. The blue collar runs deep. It does. Um, so, you know, awesome, awesome to hear your story. But um, if anybody truly, genuinely wants to get into the field, wants to know more about Mike, where can they hit you up? Uh, listen, I'm on every social media app. If you come, if you have, a, if you want to talk to me about something, and and it's not. You know, something, you know, as long as it ain't stupid, just fucking bullshit. If you got something that you want to ask me or if I can help you out in some way, I usually, I try to answer every message. Like I say, man, I ain't nobody. I'm a fucking worker to hit it off a little bit. But if I could share a little bit of now, I try to share my knowledge through the videos. I know I do a lot of stupid shit, but I think people are smart enough to know that there's no magnets on the fucking trailer. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, know, man. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I mean, if they hit me up anywhere, cause I'm Facebook, TikTok. If you send me a message, eight times out of ten, I'm gonna get to it and I'm gonna answer it. And, you know, I ain't eight got times out of ten. Got... So you're saying there's a chance? There's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, and uh, it's shout been a out, pleasure. Shout out to Rock Form. That's my sponsor, and Brump Boot. I appreciate you guys. Seriously. Oh, yeah, brother. And as a special thanks to our loyal listeners, we're giving $10 off your next purchase of $60 or more at BruntWorkWear.com. Use discount code BUCKETTALK10. That's BUCKETTALK10.